Welcome to Apple at Work, the podcast all about Apple and the intersection with business, education, healthcare, and everything in between. My name is Bradley Chambers, your host as always. For episode this week, I have Gary Orenstein from Bitwarden, first time on the show. Gary, welcome to Apple at Work. Hi, Bradley. Uh, it's nice to be here. Thanks for having us. You know, passwords, gosh, it's been something, it feels like this, you know, 2022 was like the year of the passwords. We, we finally saw a lot of the things from the FIDO Alliance um, coming to fruition. And it just, especially in the age of a lot of companies relying, you know, either partially or fully on SaaS solutions, um, getting your password management right is is critical I and mean, certainly you you see a lot of a lot of password manager solutions um offering mobile access and also even having multi-factor authentication access as well so for our listeners that are not familiar with bitwarden can you give us a little bit about you know what makes bitwarden unique and in, in the you know if somebody's familiar with a one password or a uh or a last pass what makes bitwarden uh something to look at sure um yeah so a Bitwarden makes an open source password manager uh, used by individuals and businesses around the world. And what makes Bitwarden stand out uh, in the landscape of password managers are, are really three main items. Um, one is an open source architecture. And in this day and age where you really want to know how can you uh, build trust uh, between companies and users, uh, we think there's no better way than for the software to be open source, so anyone can look at it, examine it. It's easy for uh, you know auditors to take a peek, and and the whole world is helping keep an eye to make sure that the solution is secure and trustworthy. So that open source nature is really uh, important. Another one is um, we are you know one of the, the 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 last folks that offers a fully featured free version for password management to individuals across unlimited logins and unlimited devices. Um, and that's just part of our brand. At Bitwarden, we believe that everybody who's online has a right to basic password management for free. Um, our business model is is more based on the work that we do on, on paid plans, but we think that entry point is really important and there just shouldn't be a financial hurdle for somebody to be safe with basic password management. So that fully featured free version is really important to Bitwarden, uh, really important to our community uh, overall. And then the third is that Bitwarden offers an option to self-host. And so if for whatever reason, uh, whether you're an individual or a business and using a ready-to-go cloud solution isn't, isn't right for you, uh, Bitwarden does offer an option that you can host your own uh, Bitwarden password manager. So you know, those things really make Bitwarden stand out. And I think also um, it's a huge and engaged Bitwarden community. Um, there's no way that any, I think, one person or one company could educate the world on password management. So we, uh, we're very grateful to the, uh, the large and expanding Bitwarden community that's constantly helping each other uh, to get better with password management. And yeah, I think that sort of brings it all together. The ability to host your own, I think, is very unique. Um, you know, it, it seems like everybody kind of wants to offer a cloud solution, a hosted solution, a SaaS solution. And, and obviously, you all do as well. Um, and I think companies like that option. There are certain 
industries that just but just cannot use public cloud or it's it's a lot more complicated and maybe they have the expertise to do their own thing and I, and I think that's a strong uh, strong option I think it's even well even you know even from a uh, consumer standpoint, if people want to self-host, um, I mean, certainly we've seen the, the things happening in, in, in you know recent days when in the uh, password community the, the, with LastPass that is you know it's obviously a um, negative and doesn't affect Bitwarden at all. But I think it does highlight the benefits of like, hey, I'm going to roll my own solution again, not for everybody, um, but it is nice that that's an option. If you just said, hey, I kind of want to take be a little bit more self-sovereign with my passwords, I think that's uh, I think it's a fantastic option. Um, I, you know, as you all kind of, you know, navigate, what are some, you know, navigate the enterprise market, what are some of the things, you know, key trends you're seeing um, among your enterprise customers? I mean, I think is it, is it, are they worried about, you know, multi, multi-factor authentication? Are they worried about phishing? Do you have any insight and in kind of like what's keeping the, your, you know, obviously your customers, like the IT managers of organization, are you seeing any trends that you find interesting or things that, you know, the industry is going to have to, you know, grapple with in the coming years? Yeah, I think there's a few. Um, one of the unfortunate ones is that uh, we continue to see breaches and uh, we just don't expect that that's going to go away anytime soon. And we also continue to see a number of high profile breaches that are related to the use of weak passwords. And I, I think people are coming around step-by-step uh, step inside of uh, enterprises to realize that if you do not give employees the tools and the training to learn how to generate strong and unique passwords for every website they visit, they, they, they might just uh, default to some simpler uh, practices such as weak or reused passwords. Another area where you know we see this along similar lines is, I think companies are recognizing that uh, an SSO solution, single sign-on solution, isn't enough. Um, that in order to stay fully protected, companies need both a single sign-on solution and a password management solution, um, and also it, it beneficial that those two things can work together and integrate together. Uh, but, you know, ask, ask yourself the question, particularly if people have had new jobs over the last several years or, uh, you know, change, change, change jobs. Um, how frequently when you showed up at work, did your employer train you how to generate a strong and unique password? And my guess is maybe not that that didn't happen so often. Um, so I think enterprises are realizing this it teams are realizing this. Um, even just, you know, team managers are realizing this, that uh, we, we, we or, you know, have to provide tools to employees to keep everybody safe from the moment of needing to create the first password. And um, that, that's sort of a, a macro trend. I think the things that you um, commented on about multi-factor authentication remains uh, important and critical, but uh, it's not alone is not enough. You really want to have both a strong and unique password for each website that you visit or service you visit, plus multi-factor authentication. And you also mentioned phishing, which we see just in the industry as one of the prevailing uh, vectors for malicious actors. And, you know, people have to be aware of it. Um, one of the nice little uh, features of a password manager is that a password manager will autofill credentials for you when you're on the right website 
so you know if if you're at ebay.com uh, a little uh, notification will pop up uh, that you've got a, a login for this website but if you were at uh, eBay with a different spelling, E-B-E-Y is a malicious site, the password manager would not recognize it and gives you that little extra clue that, hey, something funny might be going on here. So I think those are those some of the big things that we see in awareness of the need for password management within companies. This episode of Apple at Work is sponsored by Mosul. Deploying, managing, and protecting Apple devices at work shouldn't be difficult or require several solutions. Mosul is the only Apple unified platform for business. By combining enhanced device management, endpoint security, internet privacy and security, single sign-on, enhanced app management into a single Apple-only platform, businesses can now easily and automatically deploy, manage, protect their Apple devices automatically with one solution at an affordable price. With a solution for every business size and the best support in the market, start a free 30-day trial and see firsthand why Mosul is more than an Apple MDM. Mosul is everything you need to work with Apple. To learn more, visit business.mosul.com. That's business.mosyle.com. Thanks to Mosul for sponsoring Apple at Work this week. I agree with you. The, the idea of, you know, we always expected employees like, hey, use long, unique passwords. Um, and then when they didn't, it's like, oh, well, you should have known better. And really, you, you kind of go back to, IT professionals and says you should have trained people better, and that and that that comes with um, um, training them how to use password managers, but also just like the importance of it and explaining what happens when one website is you know breached, and if you're using the same password across it, then all of a sudden you have multiple breaches. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I agree with you, where two factor authentication um, and, and that technology has come a long way uh, in recent years, actually. Where I mean, you've seen because it's become more commonplace. Uh, in people's personal lives, um, you know, Apple and Google have done a nice job there. So people are semi used to that with their mobile devices. So I think it makes it easier um, to deploy it in the enterprise because people are like, oh, like I have this for iCloud. Like, yeah, that's, you know, and again, there's a lot of great solutions out there now. So even if you don't want something that's integrated into your password manager, there are plenty of dedicated um, multi-factor authentication you know, solutions on the market. And again, you know, obviously people can just download Google Authenticator or Microsoft, you know, has an option. Like they're, you know, great free options. Um, and, and then really that's, it's really going to become the exception for SaaS services to not offer some sort of multi-factor. Um, but as you said, like, you know, there is the, the role of identity protection here too. Um, and, and so, you know, really, if you look at something like if you if you're an organization that's deployed Okta and then Okta, you know, obviously supports a number of, um, multi-factor authentication. So they have integrations with, you know, kind of the, the facial scanning, or you can use the Okta app on mobile devices, or there's obviously, you know, just regular old, you know, one-time passwords as well. Um, if you do all that, I mean, obviously the, you can't, you can't, you, you can't guarantee a breach won't happen, but you reduce the likelihood of it happening as every kind of barrier you put into place. But also as you put in those barriers, you train employees, um, as well. And, and I think the, uh, certainly on the, on the multi-factor, the, the key is to make it where it's just annoying enough to where people are, th- are kind of recognizing what's happening. Um, it's like, you know, if you have to once a day um, logging into Okta or ping or whatever 
SSO you're using, if you do have to, you know, put in a multi second a second password, that again keeps that kind of password security um, top of mind. Going back to your self hosting, because I think I think for me that's what I find one of the most unique things about Bitwarden, um, and and I actually think that's kind of becoming going to become a trend. I think that you may see a little bit of a pivot back to. Uh, self-hosting um, in the future. What kind of industries or what kind of customers are the ones that are you know going to self-hosting versus um, using a SaaS service? Yeah. Well, first of all, I'll mention that the vast majority of our customers love the convenience and instant gratification of using the Bitwarden cloud. Um, it's you know secure, well protected, and serves uh, as I mentioned the the whole portfolio of, of Bitwarden users well. Um, you know, we 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 want to help people with password management, and everybody has their own choices for how they want to deploy that, and we think that's fine too. It's why we offer a full range of both a cloud and a self-hosted solution. On the business side, there. By the way, there's a lot of companies who will only use cloud solutions these days. You know, they're still part of that whole uh, "we're going to the cloud" mantra. Um, nothing's going to be, uh, we're not going to own any servers. Uh, we're not going to manage any servers. So we do have a lot of folks who uh, come to us with that kind of um, uh, setup. And then there are folks who, for whatever reason, sometimes it is uh, the nature of the industry. So certain industries may be uh, more regulated than others, uh, particularly in areas of uh, finance. Uh, certain um, uh Places in the government uh, sector might have uh, things that they need to abide by. Um, and so it, it really becomes a company choice or an individual choice. And we're just happy to be able to offer both. If folks want to turn on and get going right away, uh, they can do the uh, cloud solution. And if they want the, if they have a preference for a self-hosted solution, they can also set that up in no time uh, if they've got the, um, the resources ready. And uh, and so for us, it's really just uh, customer and user choice. Are you seeing, I mean, I, again, so kind of thinking through this like hybrid option, are you seeing any customers, you know, say use your self-hosting, but then just spinning up a, a server on AWS, Azure, GCP, you know, so that they want, they don't want to necessarily host it in their own data center, but they also kind of want to have more control over it. Is that something you're seeing customers do at all? Yeah, some people do that. Again, it's uh, when we say self-hosting, where you self-host is up to you. So a lot of people will do that in their uh, data center. A lot of users will do it in their home server closet. And a lot of companies that have said, you know, we're, we've just decided to go to this. Uh, everything's in the cloud, but it's it's within our, uh, you know, uh, select domain um, on on our cloud of choice. They they might decide to go there. And it doesn't really matter to, to Bitwarden. Um, we have simple deployment through... Uh, Docker container. So as long as the infrastructure that you're operating with is um, capable of hosting Docker containers, you're in good shape. Well, I mean, again, I think I think offering that option, even if half a percent of customers use it, I think it does give a little bit of um, confidence that it's mm -hmm. like this is like by security people for security people uh, kind of mantra uh it's like yes. hey we we recognize you know even again even if it's a small amount so i do think it's i do think it's a fantastic offering um so we're recording this on the um on the 18th of january so you all had a big announcement today can you can you walk us through the announcement yeah we acquired a company called passwordless.dev 
which is focused on passwordless infrastructure for developers and helping developers who are building applications incorporate passwordless authentication uh, with just a few lines of code. And so this could work for people who are building new web applications. It could also work for companies that have existing web applications or internal applications. And the passwordless infrastructure that we're talking about is using standards you mentioned earlier, uh, things from the FIDO Alliance like FIDO2 and WebAuthn, using these industry passwordless technologies to enable these simplified authentication experiences on uh, applications for, like I said, web developers, enterprise developers. So brand news, uh, brand new news today. We're thrilled uh, to have that uh, company and technology um, as part of the Bitwarden portfolio. And there's certainly a long road ahead for all types of passwordless technology uh, across all types of uh, Bitwarden products. So yeah, that's, uh, that's it in a nutshell. I think passwords is is one of the few times in um, my you know twenty five year career in technology that you you actually see the industry coming together and saying, especially on the enterprise side, uh, you don't typically see people in the enterprise wanting to play well with others. I think I think that trend is changing because I think vendor I think customers are demanding it, um, but just it's like we have to recognize that. Security and breaches are are not a are, are not a company problem. It becomes an industry problem, and mm-hmm. if it if it slows down the, de- the the digital transformation, if it slows down the deployments of technology, that's bad for everybody. And and it's obviously you know very costly. And so this is where again you're seeing some of these standards that are actually coming to market that. Um, you know, really, really are, are nice. And it, it's one of those places where companies are saying like, look, we have joint customers. We're going to work together to make sure that, uh, that, you know, everything works well together. Absolutely. It's nice to see that people are working together. It's nice to see that the FIDO Alliance has really been able to bring in um, companies um, across the industry to further these activities. And I think we have a, a long um, road ahead of, you know, the, these new technologies being more and more incorporated into our environment. Of course, we also think that after however many decades you want to count of uh, passwordless passwords being along uh, here, that that they will still be here for some time as the new passwordless technologies come into play. Um, we're just happy that we can participate in uh, both of those um, ecosystems. Well, I, I agree with what you said in terms of there's no way. I mean, breaches often are are not if they're when, um, but there are, the nice thing is like we are, I feel like we're at a place technology wise where there are solutions to problems. Um, and, and I think, you know, and it's, if you, so if you just kind of look at kind of maybe your major players in enterprise passwords, the, the bit wardens, the one passwords, the dash lanes, the, the last passes, um, there are, there are solutions. So it's like, it's not like, Oh, nothing integrates in with identity providers. No, people do. Oh, uh, multi-factor is a, as a whole separate solution. No, like plenty of these, you know, these solutions integrate tightly with multi-factor. Oh, we don't, you know, you know, obviously 15 years ago, it's like, Oh, mobile was difficult. No, no, mobile's fine. Like, you know, there are now it really, the problems with passwords are, are not even like a technology problem. It's becoming a, ease of use deployment in a training problem, which that's a solvable problem. Again, it takes time and effort and people are busy. And 
Um, but I think one of the things that like just a prime example of the benefit of a password manager is the autofill in, integrated mm-hmm. in, with, tightly with you know browsers where yeah. if you're on a rogue domain name, it just won't fill. And right. I don't, you know, obviously I think too, that's where you have to communicate to employees. Like, look, if it's not working, don't manually go do it. That should be your first sign. And that yeah. again goes back to your, your combining technology with training. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I have a phrase. Uh, if you ask somebody if they love passwords, nobody will say yes. If you ask somebody if they love their password manager, everybody will say yes. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's definitely if you if you haven't used a password manager before, um, you know, it definitely takes a moment to, to understand the sequencing. Uh, but once you do, I think it's hard to imagine going back. Um, and in fact, uh, I, I've also commented that, you know, with Bitwarden and with using autofill, as you suggested, and with using biometrics to do unlocks and so forth, uh, I, I'm living the passwordless life right now across everything I do. I never enter a password. I never generate a password because if I need a new password, uh, Bitwarden will do that for me at the touch of a button. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm never unlocking with a password because my biometrics is configured to do that. And so uh, it, you know, it, t- it takes a moment to configure that uh, and all of your uh, devices the way that you like operating. But once you do, uh, it really becomes a huge productivity boost, a huge safety boost, and for a lot of people, a uh, peace of mind boost as well. I think this passwordless um, .dev acquisition, I think, is going to be uh, really, really critical to con- continuing to help help, you know, help developers, help application developers, you know, build in these new technologies. Uh, and, and I think it's too, we, we kind of have to, the benefit of, you know, we, we don't have 35 operating systems. We, you know, these, these platforms have, have kind of tightly integrated in hardware and software, Android, iPhone, you know, Windows, Mac, you know, touch ID, touch ID, face ID, uh, Windows, hello. Um, you know, these being able to talk to, Password managers uh, integrate in with the browser, like all these things working together, uh, take a lot of work to get these things kind of talking back and forth. You know, Apple has to build an API. You all have to work with the API and you've got the FIDO lines over here. Everybody's kind of having to run the same race. Um, but it really feels like we're like at a really healthy place. I mean, again, coming off of the last best situation, but that had nothing, that has nothing kind of nothing to do with the Fido Alliance and some of the technology. It's just a whole nother situation. Uh, it really feels like the industry is in just a really healthy, um, an exciting place where we can now just like the, the effort has to be on user education versus like, we're trying to build out the plumbing for the infrastructure. Yeah, I would agree with you um, that the the pieces are all here. And um, again, if you've enabled biometrics and autofill, you're you're you know most of the way there to a passwordless life, um, and a lot more coming with uh, as you mentioned these new technologies. Uh, the training aspect I wanted to touch on a little bit because uh, you know what we're seeing is um, password managers are one of the few technologies that people use at work and at home. I mean, if you think about the tools you use at work uh, that you also use at home, might be email, might be messaging, might be collaborative docs. But the list gets pretty thin, password management. But after that, like how many tools are you using at home and at work? Maybe maybe GitHub if you're a developer at work at home and also at work. Um, But 
uh, at Bitwarden, and and I think other folks you know do this too. What we do is, if you're an enterprise user, uh, every enterprise user gets a token for a free family plan. And what we see is that uh, companies who embrace that, <clears throat> and companies who promote that with employees, are seeing greater adoption because uh, when the investment and the training in the tool is not just for my employer, but also for my family. Well, now, now you're talking because now I'm really, I'm keeping my family safe as well as keeping my company safe. So I think there's a really interesting dynamic that we're um, able to participate with in this sort of 360 degree experience of password management from the individual user, family user uh, to work, and and sort of that that keeps going around in a in a positive circle. I think uh, it's an exciting time, um, and I, I like to think as we wrap up here, I like to think that we're getting to the place with passwords is like we are with email today. Everybody uses email. Most people don't don't have a clue how it works and don't care. They just know they have their app, they have their solution, they send a message, it gets to the other side. Um, it's pretty cool. It used to be obviously email server maintenance was a whole. You know, mail server goes down, quote unquote, and then you know most of the time you don't really have that issue as much anymore. Um, I think passwords are getting there where people will have robust passwords that are secured with biometrics. And I think one thing to add here, um, companies have done a nice job in convincing users that the biometric you know option uh, is trustworthy. Like this is staying on device; it's not syncing anywhere. Uh, your your retina scan is not going up to the cloud. Like I think. You know, companies have done a nice job of um, of building trust there, uh, rightfully so. And so, I think you, you know, your next couple of years, people will they'll just have a robust password manager. They'll have a passwordless life um, that's secured with you know locally maintained biometrics, um, and it reduces phishing, it reduces cybercrime, it reduces uh, identity theft, it reduces loss. It's just a win win for everybody. I, I would agree. And uh, the nice part is, it's easy to get started. So, you know, if, if you're not um, using a password manager, you can get started. And as mentioned earlier, you know, Bitward does have a fully featured free version um, that allows unlimited logins across unlimited devices forever. Um, and then if you, you know, decide this would be helpful for work or this would be helpful for my family, there's there's options there as well. Gary, thanks for coming on Apple at Work this week. Uh, I'm going to put a link to a bit word in the show notes and also the, the uh, press release you all put out with the acquisition. Congrats on that. Congrats on the recent funding as well. You all raised a uh, $100 million in a, in a funding round, so that was fantastic. Um, just continue doing good, the good work because, again, I think we're all um, – even if you're listening to this and you work at a competitor, I think we're all on the same team in terms of – um, a robust password management industry is, is good for everybody. Um, so again, if you're, if you're, especially if you're wanting to, uh, learn about more about Bitward and self-hosting options as well, I think it's just, I think, again, I, even if it's like, you're not somebody that wants to, to self-host a password management, I think it's just intriguing that it's an option because I think it just shows the, um, I think it just shows the confidence you'll have in the product and the the infrastructure there. So, uh, Gary, thanks for coming on the show. We'll, we'll have links to everything we talked about in the show notes. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we always appreciate a rating and review. And we will be back again real soon with another episode of Apple at Work. Have a great week, everybody.